The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Apatra, here to break down this nice little wonderful playoff card, final card. Feels like I haven't been on in a while, so it's it's my first finals game of the year to get to talk about some DFS. Pretty excited for it. Uh, as many of you know, I was moving, but I'm here finally in Texas. Don't have all my equipment, still missing a lot of my recording equipment, including my microphone and some other some other gadgets. But we're going to get through this. We're going to do it anyway on the old headset. So uh, I just want to give a big shout out to the entire hoopball team, including Santino and the rest of the guys over here holding down the fort while I was gone. Gratefully appreciated. It's it's nice knowing that, uh, you know, when you need to take a little time off to kind of move and do all that other stuff, you've got a great team behind you that, you know, can handle everything and pick it up. Uh, and not miss a beat. So, you know, this won't be a long podcast, as you guys know. Only one game to talk about, but plenty of action to get into. So we're going to start right off by giving a quick shout-out to our presenting sponsor over at MyBookie.ag. Guys, check them out. If you haven't been taking advantage of them, you're missing the boat. Because you can head over to MyBookie.ag on that initial deposit. Use that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. And listen. You get a free or up to $1,000 deposit match. Up to $1,000, they will match at 50%. So it's free money to play with, guys. Go over there, use that promo code HOOPBALL, and you will get that deposit match bonus. And you can, listen, if you don't want to, maybe you don't want to do it on basketball, head over there in baseball, hold it till football season, go use it on their fully fledged casino platform. There are plenty of options you can use and do with that free money. But listen, it's free money. So take advantage of it. Otherwise, you're just going to keep wasting your own. Just use the free money. Get the free money in there. But nonetheless, we got a nice little slate. We got game three on our hands right now. Really looking forward to this one. We know, As we know, Phoenix up 2-0 on the series. This game is going to be in Milwaukee, though. So we're on Milwaukee's home court. Before we jump into anything, quick, quick little review of the injury report for the Bucks. Dante DiVincenzo still out. And for the Suns, Dario Saric, as we know, he tore that right ACL. He's going to be out for quite some time, uh, most likely leading into next season as well. And then Torrey Craig with the, uh, with the, with the scare. The uh, you know, MRI came back clean, and he's actually being listed as probable. So uh, Torrey Craig looks like he's going to be available for this game. For a game total, though, that's the second most important thing that we got to get to. We have 222 game total, Bucks favored by 3.5 on their home court. One has to imagine it's uh, the Bucks home court being a big factor for them leading uh, or getting the lead right here. We also have to imagine that it's that Scott Foster uh, is on the NBA officiating crew. Uh, and let's just say, if, if you don't know what I'm getting at here, uh, Chris Paul and, and Scott Foster, they don't have a very good track record in playoffs. Uh, you know, I, I believe Chris Paul is 0-5 on road games when Scott Foster uh, is an NBA ref for those games. So, it's going to be a you know a little narrative in there. Uh, nonetheless, I always like to start off with kind of how I'm game scripting these showdown slates, who I'm really looking at, I guess. And the best way to start off when you're building your lineups is just game script them. Who do you think is going to win? That's the number one place to start. Uh, and then you can kind of build off from there. So I do have the Bucks winning this game. I do have them taking the first game on game one 
uh, our game one on their home court, game three altogether. Uh, so we're just going to jump right into things. We'll start off with the away team, though. The away team, looking at Chris Paul, Devin Booker, two of the highest-priced guys that you can get on this Suns team. You know, looking at the captain spot, like I said, if I'm if I'm generally leading towards uh, one team winning, I'm going to probably select somebody from that team in my captain spot. So I don't see myself having really any Suns in that captain hole. Uh, but if you wanted to take shots at, you know, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, those would be probably the two top options I have. I have Chris Paul uh, slightly behind those two guys as far as overall points total and raw points total. Uh, and then, you know, looking at the other ancillary options with no Dario Saric, we kind of saw this team went. They're going to look to play a little bit more small ball using Cam Johnson. Uh, I don't think Torrey Craig will get too many minutes, even though he's probable. I don't expect him to play too much of the four. It's going to be mostly Cam Johnson, Cal Bridges, Jay Crowder. Those three guys will be kind of shifting around in there uh, between the three and the four. And for the most part, they're going to need that. They're going to need the spacing. We've, we've talked about this over the season. Best way to attack the Bucks is from behind the three-point line. Uh, we saw that Jay Crowder was attempting to do that in the last one. But – just didn't have quite the success. So depending on how many studs you are trying to stack, that's going to be determining on where your captain spot is for this Phoenix team. But we'll start off with some of the ancillary options in case you do want to go that way. I'm not going to really be chasing that McCall Bridges game. Absolutely shot the lights out. Eight for 15, three of nine from three, eight for eight from the free throw line. And that last one played 38 minutes. I expect the minutes total to be up there uh, somewhere between that 30 to 35 mark. I don't know necessarily he'll play 38 once again. Uh, but one thing I know is I do not think he's going to score 27 points. Uh, that's just kind of my my uh, you know my thoughts on it. I'm not going to chase. I don't like to chase. I don't want to chase Macal Bridges. If anything, I'd rather go towards Jay Crowder. Uh, Cam Johnson is definitely a great option, but Crowder, you just get a little bit more a little bit more confidence in the minutes. Uh, minutes equal money in this. We all know that uh, Cam Johnson is probably going to continue to play around that 18 to 25 minute mark. Could have float around a little bit less. Could float around a little bit more depending on how his shot is falling. They're going to need him his spacing. They're going to need his shooting. So I probably would lean Jay Crowder out of those ancillary options if I'm looking at anybody in this captain spot. But they're all options. They're all options. I mean, let's be real. This is the this is the NBA Finals. Rotations are getting tight. We're seeing most most guys are uh, most teams are running about a seven man rotation at this point. Uh, somewhere, some you know, sometimes in that eight man rotation. But they're not getting much deeper than that. And if they are, those guys are playing maybe four or five minutes top. So. That's kind of my, my breakdown, I guess, the quick synopsis of looking at this Suns team. When we look at Devin Booker, uh, Chris Paul, like I said, I do prefer Booker over Chris Paul. Uh, when we're just talking about basically splitting hairs and price tags, these guys are not too far apart. Devin Booker at 10-6, Chris Paul at 9-8. Paul's been playing great, don't get me wrong. I think he's going to have a fantastic game. I'm not saying anything, but I just don't think I'm going to end up having the, the full allotment of money to get to him. Uh, I prefer Aiton, just knowing that he's been absolutely just dominating this. We know that the Bucks they struggle against bigs as well. So DeAndre Aiton, just an absolute force. The young kid looks stupendous. He's been shooting great from the field. Struggled a little bit from the field in that last one, 4-10. Expect him to right the ship as he shot 80% in the two previous games prior to that. Uh, the blocks and the steals, they're going to be there. You know, they're never huge totals for Aiton. But he's going to get it done on the glass. He's going to get it done in the paint. He's going to get it done with his good percentages. Uh, and he's also... Pretty good free throw shooter, so he can get it done for the line for you there too. So, out of those three options, I, if I had to pick, uh, you know, listing my studs between Booker, Aiton, and uh, Chris Paul, I'd probably put him in order of Booker, Aiton, and Chris Paul. And again, a little recap on some of those ancillary pieces and those ancillary guys. I'd list them: Jay Crowder, Macal Bridges, Cam Johnson. Outside of those those pieces. I don't think we really need to go anywhere else. I don't think we need to get too cute. We don't want to overload. If you wanted to take a stab, <laughs> excuse me, a stab at anybody, 
you know, maybe a guy like campaign, but the rotation is going to be tight, really tight. Excuse me as I take the sip of water and cough. On to the Bucks side of things. This is where things get a little bit more interesting. Uh, we saw a little disappearing act between Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday in that last one. Unfortunately, Giannis just tried to shoulder the entire workload as he came back from that knee injury. Uh, didn't look like he missed a beat, and I have no problem playing him. I think at this point you have to play Giannis. There's no reason not to. He's going to be the force of this team, whether he gets it done uh, scoring 40 points, actual points, or if he gets it done with rebounds and on the defensive end. He's an absolute force. This, this, you know, They have bodies to throw at him, but it's not doing anything. Expect Giannis to play as many minutes as he can handle. He played 40 in that last one. I would expect something similar between 38 and 42. Uh, you don't want to. See, this Bucks team just doesn't want to lose this game on the home court. They drop this game on their home court, go down 3-0, uh, there's a there's a, there's very little momentum as we saw. There's not there's not many chances you can come back from three zero. Uh, so we're gonna have to keep an eye on that. But I think that we could probably expect a nice fifty to sixty point game from Giannis here. Not actual points, DK points. And we saw that seventy plus upside in that last one. Now between Middleton, and Drew Holiday, I'm gonna lean Middleton. These guys are separated by about eight hundred dollars. Uh, if you're looking at the utility spot, not the captain spot, Middleton just having a little bit more scoring upside. They had a down one in that last one, shot five of 16. But the two previous games, at least 22 shot attempts. And that's what we want to see. We want to see those shot attempts. We want to see him taking some of that workload off of Giannis so that Giannis can just create for others. And Middleton, he's a stud. Uh, if anything's shown you in this playoffs that this guy could step up, he's going to step up. And they need this game. Middleton's probably my favorite option uh, outside of Giannis, and that's that's probably not uh, a shock to anybody. Drew Holiday will continue to play big minutes, but he's going to be focusing on just trying to trap Chris Paul in that full-court press that he does. There is no better guard in the league at pressing full-court than Drew Holiday, just the way he can move his hips and his feet, stay with defenders, be that nagging defender. It's It's a pest, and we've heard plenty and plenty of times NBA players around the league say that this dude is the best defender. That's going to be That's going to be his focus. It's going to be... Trapping Chris Paul, it's going to be shifting and pivoting to Devin Booker when he needs to. But he's an option. Do I see myself getting to him? Probably not because I want two of those main sun pieces. I'm going to probably want some Giannis. I'm going to want some Middleton. And at that point, we're going to have to dumpster dive even if we're looking at all those studs. So I don't think I'm going to have too much Drew Holiday myself. Now looking at some of these other ancillary pieces on this Bucks team, no Bobby Portis for me as long as Giannis is healthy. I just can't see myself going to Bobby Portis. He's probably going to be looking at between 8 and 10 minutes. Uh, just not enough for me. There's not enough minutes. 5,200, a little bit too expensive for that minutes total. P.J. Tucker very much in play, though, at 4,200. Just knowing that that 30-plus minutes is going to be there for him. He's never really scoring more than 20 to 25 DK points, I'd say absolute max, unless he's just lights out from the three-point line. But the minutes equal money, and the, the minutes are giving him a nice floor right there for us. Uh, at only 4,200, again, not with such short rotations, we do not have a lot of, uh, a lot of choices. We don't have a lot of guys that we can just dumpster dive and maybe take a stab at, like a Jeff Teague or even Bryn Forbes. Like these guys just aren't playing minutes. Bryn Forbes only played six minutes in that last one. Uh, you know, that could get back up to that 10 to 12 minute total. But even then, you have to shoot, what, four or four or five or five and have at least three of those be from behind the arc in order to hit value and, and feel confident for that guy to actually take down a tournament for you. But one guy that we need to talk about is going to be Pat Connaughton. Uh, he's been playing solid minutes. Played 34 in that last one, scored 25 DK points. They need his uh, perimeter shooting. He did miss a very, very important shot for him. He had a very good look. Uh, don't let that fool you. Don't let that bog you down. It's, you know, it's, it's bad for real-life basketball, but the minutes and the shot attempts are what we want to see for fantasy. So Pat Connaughton, he'll probably be very, very chalky as like one of the cheaper value plays on this slate, uh, and rightfully so. I think you need to have at least one of Tucker and Connaughton. It, again, we just don't have the value. If you want to throw maybe a Connaughton or Tucker – 
into your captain spot, I mean, that can, that can give you a lot of allowance. Uh, you might even be able to fit, you know, like I said, four of those studs that we want to get. So that's kind of my, my primary way and primary build that I'm going with right now off the rip is to just mix and match those two guys, get the other guys I want in there. Uh, another option that we need to talk about is Brooke Lopez. The minutes have been down for him, played 28 in the last one, 23 in the first one, but he's just been a point per minute machine for this team. Uh, he's exploiting this, uh, you know, what the office is giving him. He hasn't really been hitting his three point shots. Uh, 0 of 2 in that last one, 3 of 5 in the game prior. So that's what we love. If the Bucks are winning, we probably continue to see Lopez. If they're down, we probably see Lopez out of that lineup and more Pat Connaughton uh, and just that smaller lineup. So we got a lot of Bucks to choose from. You kind of heard me say it at the top. They're the team I am expecting to win. So I'm, I am going to play some Giannis. I'm going to play some Middleton. And then Brooke Lopez, if in my secondary lineups, I could see myself having him. He's not making my uh, my initial builds just based on price and what I have left and what, what I have remaining. Uh, and then going down to some P.J. Tucker and some Pat Connaughton. So that is the quick, quick little breakdown, quick breakdown. Only a 13-minute pod. Uh, season is winding down. Season's winding down, but hopefully the Bucks can take this. We want to get as much basketball left as we could. No one wants to see a, a three or four O series, especially in the finals. I have the Bucks winning this one, and that's it. So if you guys have a moment, you can give us a thumbs up, five star, all that good stuff. We really appreciate it, uh, especially with everything that's been going on over the past week. Anybody that's been tuning in, thank you. Uh, I know that I have not been on these shows, so just. Relying on the backbone of our squad over here has been tremendous for me, and I'm sure that they've been helping you guys win some money as well. I know that I haven't actually played a couple lineups over the past few days with all the moving and everything going on, but I'm really excited. Got the internet hooked up, got the TV hooked up, going to be watching the game tonight, and I will be having some showdown lineups in here, mostly because I'm a degenerate, you know, I'm a junkie, and I'm feeling like I haven't played in a few days. I'm starting to itch, I'm starting to scratch. Uh, it's getting bad over here, uh, but. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Mike Apatria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Give me a follow. Hit me up with any questions you have. Uh, I haven't been working the past week or two, and I don't think I start back up at work for another week. So I got plenty of time to answer your questions. If you guys want to get at me on Twitter, I will be there for you. Really excited about this game. But that's all we have for you over here at Hoopball. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully this little synopsis, little quick breakdown of the shortened rotations of the finals is able to help you. Like I said, you might have heard me say it in the past, it's all about adjustments. So it's, you know, the rotations aren't really going to change, but we're going to see the teams make defensive adjustments. Uh, and that's what we have to go off of. That's going to be kind of how you, how you get that low owned. I don't even know if there's going to be too many low owned guys, uh, but how you can get that, uh, that edge in your tournaments is by being able to capitalize on how coaches make their adjustments. Only thing with Mike Budenholzer is he doesn't make many adjustments. Uh, you might see Monty Williams, Monty Williams make more adjustments, but when you're up 2-0, why would you? So, again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Let's go out there. Let's crush some GPPs. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.